Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the cult divinity lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is the Black Madonna. It's available from Helmgast. I am the Game Master, and this is episode 10. The recap will be given by David Gasway as his character, Dietrich Zimmerman. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thank you, Tom. <clears throat> to Selma, my apologies. By the time this reaches you, you will have suffered some fear, some confusion, perhaps some shame. After what happened to Heinz, probably not much surprise. More has happened than I could begin to try to tell you. Our attempt to undo the curse under which we have been suffering met with some success, but not complete. Uh, we completed the first two rounds about the house, effectively got into the mansion undetected and found in the cellar, well, it's essentially an antechamber to hell itself. There was a crowd down there of rich, phony wannabe Crowleys watching, watching our uh, trinity of shaman engaging in some ritual torture nonsense. We surrounded them and circled them and chanted the words and they collapsed in agony and three entities came for them. By this time, the basement itself had vanished and we were in a blasted hellscape beyond description. A child, a woman, and a crowned hag dragged each one of our tormentors off into this hellscape to continue their torture. And three naked men had emerged from them. They approached those of us who had chanted, did something to our foreheads that left us marked. Uh, we set the place on fire and got out, not before noting the crystal altar and the copper inlaid on the floor and the dark room where something inhuman waited. And then we waited to feel better and did not. Uh, off to a, well, you know, discovering in the morning that we were wanted by every entity on earth, we fled to one of Metra's safe houses and weren't safe there. Something walks the earth as if it were a Russian Orthodox priest, but as something else altogether stalked us there. The marks on our forehead led him to us or it to us. He thought that we were the escaped trinity of acolytes of Chigidiel that we thought we had destroyed, but in fact, we have just released them into the world. And now the priest creature tells us that we have to track each of those things down and destroy them before we'll know any peace. Um, there's, a, there's a board in the office of the shop near the radiator that's got a red dot on it. If you press down on it and slide it to the left, there are some papers and things that you'll find useful since I shall probably never see you again. I'm sorry for all of this, and 
Wish you well, Selma. Love, Dietrich. So the day after the visit from the Orthodox hierarch, um, you're, uh, you're laying low. You've been watching the news. You've been seeing that. Um, you've been noticing a trend in the reporting. They're almost building um, the three Russian gentlemen up as if they were the victims of some sort of uh, wicked conspiracy uh, that you were all behind um, and, you know, praising them for their generosity and, and so forth. The evening newspaper comes out, however, and um, it starts to cause quite a stir in the community. Following the strange ritualistic murders of three prominent Berlin businessmen, this reporter has taken on the task of digging a little deeper into those who, who these men, a little deeper into who these men were. We all know what was reported in the local press concerning the wealth and influence of these men, but who were they really? The answer may surprise you. Philip Kramer was a dreamer and artist who was done in by his long drug and alcohol habit. Once a rising star, he later became involved with the occult and authored a book on dreams. He later became the leader of the East Berlin Satanists. He was one of the founding members of the Slavic Society and worked exclusively with Black Sun Publishing. Despite a good bit of digging, this reporter could discover little else, but his affiliations with such dark organizations is enough is enough cast a shadow on the way the official press is spinning things. Anton Mahler appeared on the outside to be a well-dressed gentleman who was in the who was in the high who was sorry who was in the highly disciplined security business. But we have uncovered a much darker past than anyone realized. In 1965, he became an investigator for the Stasi, East Germany's secret police. In 1967, he was investigated on allegations of having tortured and sexually abused prisoners. The case was hushed up and no charges were pressed. In 1969, he was promoted to department chief within the Stasi. In 1978, he was promoted to chief of Stasi's internal affairs. Add to this, he likewise became interested in black magic and introduced occult rituals into the bylaws for the Slavic society of which he was a founding member. I should add that the documents on which I based this investigation only surfaced in the last few days. We suspect because they were suppressed while he was alive. We have a second set of documents, obviously falsified, that claim he was working as an investigator for the city's agricultural administration since the 1960s. And now we come to Alexander Pagotin, a common criminal working for the black market and rising through the ranks to prominence within the Russian mafia. His relationship with Anton Mahler becomes apparent in the number of times he, is, he was passed over for investigation from the Stasi. Like his cohort, he became interested in black magic and embraced Satanism. His criminal empire in East Berlin had collapsed with the wall. If it hadn't been for the quiet intervention of his friends, he would have ended up rotting in the darkest prison. How he managed to rebuild such a fortune and create a literal fortress for himself remains to be uncovered. Finally, it now comes to light that a huge portion of the estates of these three men whom the media calls victims 
have gone to right-wing extremists. All of the revenue from the Mahler, from Mahler's and Pagodin's businesses are being transferred to an organization called Gemenish, Gemenshaft, I'm very sorry. We who are well known for their extreme right-wing totalitarian leanings. The fact that no civil or political organizations are investigating tells this reporter that they may all be involved. Then there's a note at the bottom. The article contains a photograph of a house about to be demolished in East Berlin. In the background, a gang of young men in military jackets stand defiantly. Three people stand closer to the camera. Philip Kramer and Alexei Blobel are two. They are engaged in an angry conversation with a third man. The picture's caption reads, ritually murdered junkie Philip Kramer had close ties with the extremist organization Gemanish Gemenschaft, which is now inheriting, inheriting over 38 million uh, Deutschmark from the victim's estates. Pity that uh, otherwise charming article didn't about our heroic intervention in this. Uh, it would be nice not to have to keep uh, wearing this hairpiece. <laughs> it is a pity. It is a pity indeed. But at least, at least some people may believe that article. Not everyone will. Does it, does it say who the reporter is? No, it was just this report. <laughs> yeah, just this report. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not credited by anybody. Yeah. Um, it would have been helpful if John knew who they were. You, you, all, you all probably, to some extent, over the course of the last few years, uh, know a little bit about Germanische Germanschaft. Uh, uh, ultra right wing uh, neo Nazis is what they are, um, and the the picture is probably from when their headquarters was demolished in uh, uh, East Berlin uh, after the fall of the, the wall. But you also know that they kind of they're all all over the place, kind of in secret little dens and warrens, and that they are. Still up to their old nasty tricks. Um, it might you can feel that it ties in probably with some of the things that you read at uh, 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 Black Sun Press and stuff, and the idea of of gun gun uh, what is it gun running, you know, around the area. So they inherited all the money. Oh, and Black Sun Publishing. <clears throat> In their in their catalogs, do they have radical political writings? No, they seem to be they seem to be very careful about their public image, so that they, I mean, they were into the occult, but there's nothing illegal about that. Um, they were very careful not to do anything uh, that would get them in trouble. But now, you know. It's becoming, it's, it's not in their hands anymore. Uh, they all probably want you guys dead. But at the same time, it, it does seem like a lot of public officials might have been people in that actual room when you were in there. So you're in a pretty big bit of danger. We need to be extra careful now, especially if the money has gone to such a dangerous group. Uh, so it's a pity they didn't, yeah. 
It's a pity they didn't have the 38 million lying around the house. We could have used some cash for our travels. It's true. It's true indeed. And speaking of travels, I, I would, we have to find three people who aren't really people. Uh, and I don't know where we're supposed to look. Our, it, our friendly Russian patriarch didn't give us a lot of hints. Well, is it possible that they have gone into other people? They've come out of some people? No, I, they put us through. The whole thing was a setup, Dieter. It was a setup. They, they, they set us up. They cursed us. They, in, the, in the book, they, the spell was to release them. Yes. They, they wanted us to kill them. These things. They're vessels of which they were part of. They don't... Why go through all that trouble to be free of those bodies just to jump into new ones? Well, that doesn't make sense of, to me. Surely some sort of guys. I don't... I feel like people would notice... I think it would be easier for us to track it down. Well, what did we more. notice about them except that they were naked and they all looked the they were, same? They were. They all, yeah, they were identical because they were three avatars of the same being. Is it you notice? You notice that they were also somewhat, I mean, uh, ugly. They certainly weren't good looking. Uh, is it possible that the three of them could? Be like the priest. You guys saw something different to what me and Petra saw. Maybe that is what will occur. And then the girl entity said she would see us again. Did she think we were part of the Chickadale avatar? Or did she mean us? I think I think it's it's the, the dreams. The dreams haven't stopped. They, we still go to that room of theirs. They still torture us every night. And they're, it's us. They'll be back for us when we die, I fear. I fear so. Um, and did you, on one of your uh, typewritten flights of fancy, did you see the one with whose torso was mostly missing? In a place. Yes, I, I saw all, all three of them. And where were they? They were. It was a room. There were all these cells hooked up to what looked like a car battery, a giant car battery with wires going to each of the cells, and they were harvesting something. The people in them were screaming, and they 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 they, they were coming towards me, and I and, and and I fled. What were you trying to look into when that happened? Where we go in our dreams. Not a physical place like the hospital wing or something. I mean, but who's to say it's not a physical place? It's probably the place we went down there in the basement. Yeah. So you find that. you're constantly exhausted. Um, you're exhausted because of the stress of all of this going on. You're stressed because you have to sneak around during the day if you need to get food or anything like that. Um, and you haven't been getting a great deal of sleep because of your horrible, itchy nightmares. Um, 
But as it gets later this evening, uh, you're, you're, I think I believe you were planning on taking a trip soon. You're still in the process of planning that. And you're all in the same, I don't know what your sleeping arrangements are. You're probably just sleeping wherever you can in the, uh, the room. But eventually you guys all wind down and you guys have to try to get some sleep. And uh, you're terrified about the nightmares that are coming, but you eventually fall asleep. A John. <clears throat> you find yourself in that same horrible room. It's stifling. You're small. Um, there's something moving in the shadows. It's the same as it always is. And you kind of imagine that if you get up and look out the window, you're going to see that same horrible hellscape. One now that you're a little more familiar with because of the, uh, because of your experiences, you, but this time you start to hear a noise and it, it's it's a it's a, a frightening noise. You you don't know exactly what it is, but it starts to sound like paper tearing, like something is ripping, and your imagination goes wild and plays through all sorts of horrible thoughts in your head. Um, but as you're sitting there in the dark and you're uh, frightened what's going to happen next and you're trying to kind of wake yourself up you see a little tiny speck of light appear somewhere up in the air just floating there and it starts moving across in a sort of jagged sort of pattern and then it starts moving down the sides and you realize that it's in the shape of a door as it slowly tears its way into your dream. Um, you also begin to realize, because now there's a little bit of light coming in from that crack around it, that there are four other children near you in the room. They look vaguely familiar, a girl and three boys. The rest of you dream that you're in a dark room terrified as always and uh there suddenly is a little sparkle of light and you can see uh, a little child version of john sort of standing up and looking at this speck of light that's shining through i thought you meant magda and the um the other three rather than these can i can i tell it? it's the other the other pcs just child versions of them yeah you know them pretty well you're not sure you can remember their names quite but uh but it's you're pretty sure it's them but what, what are you what are you looking at someone's trying to get in who someone with a more powerful dreamer than I am. Uh, are, are they a nice person? I don't like the people here. I, honestly, there's, there's a lot of people that wander the dream worlds. They could be bad, they could not be. We don't know. 
could they could they be worse than this place? Oh, there's there's a lot worse out there. The um, the rectangle in the air uh, tears itself loose, and it literally falls to the floor as if it were a a, pe- a sheet of paper that sort of crumples up, and through the opening, um, it looks like you're looking into a back alley, um, and it's surprisingly not a spooky, scary back alley. It just looks like a back alley. You can see lights in the distance. Um, you can see, I mean, some bright lights in the distance. Um, you're mostly blocked in by walls on either side, but that ends open. And you think you can hear music or, um, yeah, music somewhere in the distance. And it seems just vaguely familiar. So what kind of style of architecture does it look like? Does it well, look like East and Western? Do you go uh do you go any closer to the door or oh hell yeah I mean I'm yeah. gonna if, if it looks vaguely normal I'm running for it because I'm yeah, not looking to give doors in the mouth. It looks pretty much like the architecture in you know West Berlin. Yeah I'm I'm taking it. No, I'm I'll follow. I don't like being here. Anywhere is better than here. Neither do I. So pretty much you lead them through the door. And as you step through the door into the alley, you're adults again in your normal bodies with whatever you were wearing uh, earlier today. Uh, The doorway behind you is not there anymore. And uh, John, as you look around, um, it looks pretty familiar. You're pretty sure that this is uh, a, a small alleyway uh, in uh, Potsdamer Platz. Oh, yeah, I know that well. Yeah. Um, so you're hearing music. From, yeah, you're hearing music from nightclubs and bars and things that are all around <laughs> you. But there's other things that are a little strange. The sky isn't black. It's you know kind of odd purplish not unpleasant just something still tells you this is a dream that it's not real but it certainly isn't that horrible room (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah you all find that 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 horrible fear is starting to sort of melt away a little bit oh motherfucker (laughs) Ingo, Ingo, my friend, I'll I'll put my hand on his shoulder. Ingo, (sighs) calm calm yourself. You can uh, smell the the familiar smell of, you know, alcohol and parties and pleasant, you know, bar rooms and nightlife. Do you suppose, John, that there are newsstands in our dream? I'm curious what day it is. Well, time means nothing here. <laughs> time well, is exactly what you want it to be. Still worth a look, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes dreams are relevant, I guess. Are there other people wandering around or the streets? Well, if you walk down to the end of the alley, yeah, there are people. There are people walking around. There are also very odd people walking around. 
there are people that look rather normal. Some of them look like they're, they've got a little bit of a glow. I mean, you think at first maybe it's light coming from the buildings that makes them kind of golden and shiny, but oh, they're kind of glowing too. And there's a few very odd looking things, um, but they seem to universally wear clothes and laugh and go in and out of the, the bars and drink and carry and on with their friends. And they're all strangers that we've seen so far. And they do. Yeah, you don't recognize anybody. They don't seem frightening, though. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I think I can't usually really read things in dreams. I'd like to see the paper. Be curious. I'll also be curious to discuss this with you when I'm awake. All right. So, yeah, major thoroughfares are going to have news agent sort of shops. You, Do you I have any that? money? You don't seem to in your pockets. So mm. Nothing seems to be there. Um, you step out into the the street now um, and there are now occasionally people walking back and forth across from you. You don't see any newsstands. Um, you don't see any shops either. What you see is you see nightclubs all up and down, uh, nightclubs, bars, pubs, up and down the street. Um, they seem to be universally people laughing and carrying on. Um, Sean, is your with your friends and feeling so relieved to be out of that room, you hear laughter coming from one of the places near you. And it's almost a, it's a female musical sort of laughter that seems shockingly familiar to you. Right. I think I'm making a beeline for that. Cause I think I take the hint. There goes John again. Let's keep up. Yeah, I don't want to. Let's not separate. We should not separate. Come on, Ingolf. I will. I'm making sure Ingolf. Maybe, maybe we can get him a drink wherever we're going. Who knows if I that'll help I in know. a dream? But I think I need one, even if it is a dream. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe five. And so down, down the rabbit hole. You go into what the is... nightclub, and it's rather crowded. And once again, there are some very strange-looking. You, you wouldn't even call them humans. Uh, uh, beasties but they still seem to be laughing and carrying on with other people and uh, for the rest of you you see a woman uh, she's uh, sitting actually on the top of an upright piano and uh, men are standing around they're laughing and they're carrying on and they're looking at her she's dressed nicely and uh, she's uh, laughing she's rather lovely looking individual and John, of course, you recognize Persephone right away. And, uh, I'm, I'm, rush, yeah, I'm rushing over there then. And uh, she looks down and sees you and she says, oh, John, where have you been? I can ask you the same thing. You're kind of falling to my knees and probably crying oh. at this point. Oh, stand up, stand up. We're not ready for that. Maybe later. 
I've been looking for you everywhere. Where, where, where have you been? I'm here and there. You know me. It's my spirit. I, uh, I flit about. Um, truth is, you didn't really find me. I, uh, I brought you here just now. Um, you, you got us out of that, whatever well, that thing was. You're not really out of it. You're temporarily in a place where that can't reach you. She says, but you're, honey, you're not really here for me. I was uh, asked to take you somewhere. Uh, there was Lichter. Are you familiar with what that is? Yeah. Um, what, well, licking stuff? Well, he probably looked like a priest or a bishop or something. Oh, him. Yeah, he needs you. He's he's told me that you need his help. You need help. And so um, I'm supposed to take you where you can get some help. Uh, it's party night. It's kind of hard not to it's just leave like that. But I suppose we can uh, we can go upstairs and uh, I don't know all of your names but I expected you all to be here yeah they, they, these, are, these are my friends these are the, the, the poor unfortunate souls that have got dragged into yeah. all this yeah the lictor said now sweetie we might be able to spend some time together but after all of this stuff is done because okay. right now, apparently, everything hangs in the balance. Well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do anything, so just, just name it. Well, yeah, things are falling apart right now, and we need to put some things back where they belong. Uh, come on. And she hops down, and the guys are all like, oh, where are you going? And she's, oh. um, So she takes you up the stairs. Um, they're they seem like nice wooden stairs and uh this reminds you very much like an old like western saloon uh with people everywhere and people partying and gambling and playing and she takes you up to a room uh it's it's at the very end of a long hallway and she opens up the door and surprisingly on the other side you see um like a low mist and uh you're not looking into a room or into the city, but you're looking at a hill that's sort of rising up out of the mist with a big gigantic tree growing on the top of it. And she says, well, honey, this is where we part for now, but um, go on up there. Uh, you're looking for uh, the wanderer. Okay. Um, but I will, I will see you again when this is all done, yes? I can find you. I'll, I'll just give her a big hug at that point. <laughs> All right. So you step yes, through the door. Uh, thanks for getting us out of there. Uh, Persephone, is it? Yeah. And she sort of, she leans over and gives you a kiss on the cheek. And when she does, it kind of lights little fireworks off in your mind. Um, something uh -huh. more than just uh, 
a friendly kiss. It uh, it awakes something in you, something deep and sexual and mm-hmm. desirous. Do you drink your okay over there, my friend? Uh, yeah, thanks, Dieter. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Persephone, so um, you are you a lictor as well, or oh, what? No, no, no. What uh, kind of? You're not a human, though, are you? I'm I'm a free spirit, honey. Just uh, we can I can answer your questions some other time after this is yeah. all over. Well, I can tell you, our free spirit. Maybe we should move along. The wanderer, right? Or well, we might all get a bit tempted. So, so you step through this door, and uh, once again, when the door closes, it's gone. There's nothing there. You seem to be in a grassy field leading up a, a small hill with a tree. And as you walk towards the tree, um, there is a flat area with uh, rock, um, big slabs of rock. And the, the tree seems to, its roots seem to be reaching into the rock and growing up and out. And the tree is very large. And sitting at the base of the tree is a uh, a man, you'd say he's probably maybe in his 30s. Uh, he's dressed in like a white robe. Uh, he's mostly bald. He still has some hair, but his hair is brown. And uh, his eyes are closed. And he's sitting down cross-legged. And he seems to be in a state of complete serenity, like, uh, like a Buddha statue, as you approach. And before you can say anything, as you... Uh, you come up to him, he gets a smile on his face and says, well, it's about time you got here. I've been waiting forever. And he smiles and opens his eyes and he stands up. Uh, and he says, uh, you don't look like a wanderer. You look like a sitter. Ah, well, the place is a wonder. Uh, I wander the realms of time and space. I've wandered here and I've wandered there. And uh, and it's about time that you got here. I'd settled for just six months ago. What was that, Ingle? Perhaps we did. You a look, long time to wait. You all look very familiar. I might look a little familiar to you. And does he? In a vague sort of way, yeah. He says we may have met a hundred times in the past and the future. I just. It's time doesn't really mean much here. I was going to say, you if you if you wanted through time and space, you've got a lot off you've got a little off track coming here of all places. Well, I I perceive time in my own sort of way. So uh, I've certainly gotten older than I was, but I'm younger than I will be. So. I am supposed to guide you in uh, a dreaming skill. Uh, We are going to be here for however long that might take. Um, Time doesn't have any meaning, so we can be here for a while. And you'll certainly wake up back in your beds. Uh, Dreams are... And we we think 
that you are going to really need it soon. You're going to be up against some rather nasty forces I can see by the marks on your heads. Uh You probably have questions about all this. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where we will begin. How much time do you have? All the time that we need. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the other, I think the other four are going to need some instruction here, but I know a little bit about this already. Uh, yeah, Persephone was telling me that you do know a little bit, but uh, you've got you've got a ways to go. Um, I, I can wander. You can yes, wander as enough, well. a bit like uh, if your namesake, yeah. Well. I'm going to take you somewhere. It's artificial. It's a place that somebody once invented, some dreamer once invented, but it's something happened. We don't know whether he left or whether he died or whatever happened, but um, it's, it's kind of an abandoned area, but it'll allow us to practice. It'll allow us to uh, hone our skills. Well, you hone your skills. My skills are honed. Um. As he says that, the, the mist sort of changes around you, the tree disappears, and you find yourself in an old, it looks like an old part of the city. Um, it's misty, it's twisted. Uh, there are ruined modern buildings and uh, there are streets re- reaching off into the distance, but it, they're all completely a- uh, abandoned. There's no people on them. Um, he says, uh, all you can find in this place can be changed in some manner. Uh, the weather uh, can change, and he he sort of moves his hand, and it starts to get sunny. It start it's sunny at first, but now it starts to get rainy. It starts to get windy and cold, and lightning flashes in the distance. He says. Uh, Tell me, can you do anything about this? Change it in some way. Well, that is your, the art of dreaming skill. So you can, uh, it says that it is going to be equal to your soul. So you can do soul change, soul goals in order to see if you can alter well, having a plus four soul does you no good when you roll a three. Oh, <laughs> no. Thirteen. Eleven over here. Thirteen. I got a thirteen. Yes. Okay. Um, you might want to write these down. Uh, at this point, you have three. Ob- you have three options. Uh, you can transform an object. You can. Uh, uh, you can uh, you can make those uh, those changes permanent until the dream ends, and um, this is what they said. Uh, you you can change um, something large or a number of small things. 
In this case, it's the weather. Don't don't worry if you if you don't make your your bowl. Oh, and that's uh, uh, you get you can choose three options for fifteen. You can do two options for ten to fourteen, or less than nine. You can't do anything for un unaffected. Morgan pretty much gave me the same roll. I also rolled a three. <laughs> I have plus zero, and I got a whopping six. So I'm just looking at the clouds. Well, it's all a matter of practicing. Change for rain <laughs> with my foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with shockingly, the people with probably no soul. <laughs> I, I have one soul. I have just flat nothing. <laughs> Well, um, you can keep trying. Uh, uh, we have we can be here for weeks, I guess, uh, until you build up your your abilities. Do we feel very tired here? No, you feel perfect. Yeah, Is yeah. I, there any? I'm gonna stay here for as long as I need. Getting the hang of it, maybe. <laughs> you you will find uh, at least in the near future that, uh, I mean, we will have to carry this over a number of nights. We can't do it all, all at once, but uh, you should be completely free of your horrible nightmares as long as you're here. And you should be able to hopefully in the end somewhat mitigate the torture that's placed on you, even when you're awake. It'll give you a strength of will. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll also take that. <laughs> John, how do you know about this place? You know the night the wall came down? Yeah. I was in Potsdam Platz, and that's where I met Persephone. And later that night, after I took her back to my place, uh, we dreamed together. And we spent well, I don't know, months, years in uh, one of the realms of one of the princes here. There's various dominions and she she wandered me through, uh, took me through this place and I came, I came back changed. How do you know she can be trusted? How do you know she's not a part of all this other crap that's been hitting us since? She is a consummate party girl. Um, all she cares about is life and everything good in the world i mean I've, I've spent enough time with her i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't say anything else other than that she's a well she's a goddess and i've been looking for her ever since hmm. right so when you hair off after somebody and it doesn't seem rational it's because you've had some intimation of her yeah i mean it's like i thought i saw her in um uh, off the Unterden Linden when we were when we were down there the a while back. And I thought I so I heard her singing. And like I say, I've been looking for her ever since and I've made a I've made agreements of things I have to do for for the time that we spent together. So hopefully it's not agreements you come to regret. It's only money. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. I, I agree to give all um half of my income whenever I had income um, I'd give to the, uh, the buskers and street artists on the Unterden Linden 
so I promote a bit of art and a bit of oh, creation. Is she, like in the a, world. is she like a muse? I there's a bit of that in there that I suspect she definitely she definitely awoke something inside me. Hmm. And it, like I said, it's been it's allowed me to when I dream normally before all this started, I could wander between dreams. There there are there are ways to connect and move between different uh, different realms and different dreams. It's all about finding the right connection between them and then almost joining them together. Like um, a doorway or corridor in one dream might be a connection to a corridor in another. It's all about these met metaphorical connections or similarities that you have to kind of grab and pull them together and it forms a, a gateway that you can wander between these realms. But there's... There's a lot of horrific stuff here if you run into it. I mean, I, I've i fallen foul of some stuff here, and it's not, not pleasant. You will no doubt fall in, in uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see some more horrific stuff than you've seen so far. That's kind of why you're here training. So you can deal with it. Will this allow us, if we meet um, entities or these creatures like the the thing I met the that thing with too many legs and mouths under it that bit me oh. um, if we meet something living like that can we use this power to disperse if, them or? if you if you if you do well if you develop your power strong enough if you get uh, good enough you should be able to banish anything that comes at you or transform it into um, bumblebees or anything you want, you want to turn it into. Or if, uh, if you suddenly need a spear in your hand to fight it off, you'll have that as well. Um, once you've mastered dreaming, then you should be able to do pretty much anything. You can create your own realm at some point if you want. Um, just don't become too distracted with that. One doesn't want to live one's life inside of a dream. One could uh, get lost in here. Your body is still back there. You don't want your body to shrivel up and wear it weather away, you know. Hmm. So, John, um, at this point, you guys are taking your time. You're spending, you're, you're kind of enjoying yourself. You're learning. Uh, and that's the skill that you gained, the art of dreaming, the way that I, I laid it out there, um, which you'll retain with you after you wake up and go on from there. But the process takes weeks, you know, for you to, you, it seems like weeks that you're in here doing this. Uh, you, you're never once hungry. You don't feel hunger at all. You don't really feel pain. Uh, you might occasionally accidentally injure yourselves. Um but uh, the wanderer says uh, that'll just—it's not real. It'll just go away when you when you wake up. Um, but John, as you are trying to uh, change something, something small, um, you you get a funny feeling uh, like something's watching you, and you look over and sitting on a tree stump nearby. Um, is uh, a doll. Oh. Okay, I'll, I'll wander over slowly. Okay. 
uh, trying to not be uh, not threatening or too quick in my actions, but can walk over to it and present myself uh, not in a non-threatening manner and try and pick it up. Pick it up. Feels like it did before. So, what are you doing here? Nothing. If I you all know it, like it still doesn't feel like there's no. It doesn't feel like there's anything no. inside. Nothing seems to have changed about it. Well, but you all notice that he has it again. Uh, that seems to follow you, whether you're asleep or awake. Yeah, I, I didn't create it, so it's definitely something. Something else. There's, you're a, you are a curious little one. You know that. Is there anything inside of it in dreams? If you're brave enough to open it, maybe. <laughs> Here, I'll, if it will let me. Well, yeah, I'll hold this end. You take that end. Like a like a Christmas cracker. <laughs> Let's see what happens when we pull the top off. Nothing. It's empty. Is it the same size as the one that you had in our waking world, John? I'm, I'm guessing. Same. Yeah. Not yeah. not denoting like a smaller nested one. No. Yeah. And it's still beat up as though he was carrying it around his whole life. It's, yep. Looks exactly it's not... the same. Maybe we should give it a name. Maybe that's all it wants. Could it, this be the way no. that that man communicates? I, I his name is lost. Pete Peter? No, I don't remember his name. The, yeah, the man with that. Yeah. Yes, that had yeah. the the doll. Is it? That this is the only way that he can communicate. Hmm. And he had to have made that postcard somehow. True. We still don't know who he was, do we? One of the children from the orphanage, I believe. They just said that he had always been catatonic. I mean, those children have, they endured some strange things. I mean, the postcard, we said he saw him. Yeah. It's a dollar to do with the orphanage, maybe. the 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 traveler that that is his the wanderer the traveler wanderer wanderer sorry um you know I, I mm, he's sitting under his helpful. tree yeah, yeah I'm probably. I'm going to ask him it's probably not going to be helpful though but you know describe Piotr and you know has he come here has he been here in this dream space I have have no idea I mean. Uh... I have no idea. Why do you ask? Who is this person? I gestured to John with the the, the nesting doll. He was the original owner of this doll. Oh. A, a man that is not known to, to speak in the waking world. He looks at you and he goes, where on earth did you get that? I think it found me again. But, but explain. what This thing keeps following me even here. He, uh, he sort of lights up and he walks over to you and he looks at it and he goes, it's your guide. You, by holding that in your hand, it's going to lead you somewhere. Where did it, where did it come from? An, an asylum of all places. You were telling me about that there were children Okay. 
if Chigidiel was attempting to break into our world, uh-huh. he would need a tremendous amount of energy, power, in order to do that. Uh-huh. And Chigidiel draws his power from the suffering of children. You said something about an orphanage and orphans, and it seems to be a lot of involvement with orphans. Uh, If they were being tortured, both in the real world and in the dream world, that might be the very battery that that gave him enough energy, at least some of the energy. The other energy may have come from, you said it was the siege of Leningrad, so there was a tremendous amount of suffering that was going on in that place at that time. That may have given him the power. Those children, you said that the, uh, the lictor and the, uh, you said his friend, uh, rescued the children instead of killing them all. It sounds horrific, but uh, he should have probably killed them all because all of the children that were locked in their dream world in that place, they're all still there. They're locked in there being tortured forever, building up energy for Chigidiel to break back into the world. My guess is your at least one of your missing avatars is probably there somewhere in the dream world. All of the things that exist in the real world kind of exist here too. So the way that you would find them is you'd find them the same way that you'd find them in the real world. You'll have to travel. You'll have to become a wanderer. You'll have to wander and find them. Finding them here can be more dangerous, but I think if you say that belonged to one of the children, that will guide you there. That will get you there. And you need to rescue those children from that nightmare. They're all locked in it. They don't even know what's going on. They're all mindless. How is it possible that we, we met these grown, the, the children now grown in, in, in the waking world? They, they spoke with us. They had conversations. How is this possible to be in both well, without sleeping? You are here and you're there too at the same time um i mean i don't know how the mechanics work i imagine you know (laughs) there are some things i can explain and some things i can't you have to get onto a higher plane of understanding but uh yeah i'm i'm guessing that that's what you guys need to do that's why you're here I think that the lictor must have suspected that 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 might be the case. But honestly, I don't think he knows any more than you do. Um, Obviously, he made a dumb mistake thinking that you were the the avatars. He's not a god. He's not, well, still debatable whether there is one. Uh, The... the the three avatars that were in three of the boys at the orphanage, they were pretty bad kids to begin with. Uh, and the woman we knew, our friend, was purified by uh, what the Lichter priest called the Madonna, 
at least temporarily. The Black Madonna, Mid- uh, uh, Bina. She's an Bina. archangel. Uh-huh. Um, the archangel of uh, family and uh, order and uh, things like that. Um, uh, the, I think traditionally the Madonna was the, the guardian over uh, all of Russia. So it makes sense that she would have reacted to something going on in Leningrad. Well, John um, and I saw a couple of the orphans, and they just seemed like nice older ladies who had made a life for themselves after that. So it doesn't seem as though the Lictor and the Archangel needed to kill all the children. They just didn't know which children were tainted. My guess is they were all tortured. They're, some. Those those old I I mean I, I don't know what you're telling me, but if they were if they were in part of that, they were suppressing it. They had somehow, possibly through psychology, learned how to suppress those feelings. But my guess is that you if you had brought them out somehow, they would have freaked. Hmm. Not so all you, the children have recovered. There are those that are locked hmm. up. And my guess is that all of them, lock, stock, and barrel, are also still in that that dream orphanage torture house. Factory. That might be what your other dreams were. You said that Magda touched you and you got this disease. It's sympathetic. She was locked in there too. And so you were suddenly locked in there with her. Is that a place we can find here in the dream? Should be able to find it. The thing is, oh, you also transform when you move through the dream lens. You might have to experience it all as if you were children. Although potentially you, if, we, if we master the art, we could potentially try and turn ourselves into adults. Maybe. I think that you're going to be entering a dream realm created by those children. And so you're going to be seeing it from their perspective, which is going to be exaggerated, but you're going to have to, you're going to learn to understand that so that it doesn't affect you as badly as it would as if you, if you were completely uninitiated into what to expect, it's going to be scary and deadly. But I'm going to hopefully give you the tools you need to, to get through it. And you recognize the doll almost immediately as a guide. Do, do you? How does it work as a guide? It hasn't ever pulled John in a direction to date. No, it's just appeared. But you're here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Somehow you've ended up in the right place at the right time. If I ask you a question, are you going to turn in a particular direction? Is that how you work? Maybe it just needs to go back, but not to the little boy in the asylum. What if we what if we brought it to St. Petersburg. 
Uh, I'm not leaving it out of my sight. Put it that way. I'm not really wandering off. You'll uh, you'll find St. Petersburg, Leningrad. You'll we also find the other places there. you mentioned. Yeah. The uh, concentration camp. The uh, we talked. Yeah, we talked about going back to all of those places. The, the, re- yeah. the refugee camp. Yeah. The thing is, you'll see them here too, but you'll see them from the perspective of the children that dream that experienced it. So they might be a little distorted. So if so with the three these three avatars of Chigidiel have gone to collect their power. I mean there was the siege of Leningrad, the refugee camp, and then the orphanage in which they were brought to in East Germany. Or if they can create some new horror in the world. It's true. These, they've been manipulating their puppet bodies to do what they wanted. And all their money went to these neo-Nazis. No. I wonder where they are these days. Neo-Nazis. I'm not even sure I know what that is. Not nice people to know. Definitely not nice people. Well, I'm looking around. I'm thinking the sun's about to come up, which is probably going to wake you up. I mean, we could not not our sun. Our sun's up, down, up, down all the time. But yeah, I think I think you're about to wake up, and you do as soon as he says that. Um, only you don't feel. You feel like you've gotten a complete and healthful night of sleep with no nightmares. And of course, John, your doll is in your hand as you're laying there in bed. Good morning to you too. Yeah. Did Were you all in the dream? Uh, yes. Surprisingly, you remember the, it vividly. The wanderer? And the, yeah. okay. And you're the tin man and you're the cowardly lion. <laughs> <laughs> there was a yellow brick road after all. Yes. <laughs> all is over the rainbow. Yeah. Boy, would I give anything for some red shoes? Hey, I, I, don't I know feel, if you really I want feel to g- good. I mean, I'm sorry, you got if, if you If you had those red shoes and you clicked your heels twice, you'd go back home and be arrested. I'll settle for, I slept fine and I don't feel as bad as I have in the last several weeks. I will settle for that. It's been, even before these nightmares, it's been years since I've actually slept this one. Yeah, you yeah. feel downright merry. <laughs> check our check arms and look for the blisters and see if there's any change there. No, they're still there. Yeah. Um, they itch a little less. You start to realize that they might be more in your minds than physically in your bodies. Um, it begins to sort of dawn on you. Nobody else can see them except you. Although Magda had nothing in her mind when they burst out of her corpse on that table. So they have a reality. But yeah, every time we, every time our situation improves, they... They're not organic. Let's put it that way. It's not a biological problem. Uh, oh. I wonder what that doctor thinks about our 
disappearance. I was just thinking that, Dietrich. I was wondering about the doctor. Hmm. We do end up going back to Berlin. We can ask him, but I don't think it's wise to make contact with him yet. I agree. Right. Well, and I was wondering whether we have to go back to that madhouse, but it seems like we have some other ports of call first. And the longer we go before we repeat, uh, re- recur on any location that we're known, the better. You know, especially now that public opinion is shifting away from the victims of our crime, we, you know, presumably will be under a little less heat if we let everything fade. So do we want to figure out, Petra, how to get uh, some steamship to... Yes, St. Petersburg, yes. It's on the coast, so that seems like a first likely port of call. You, um, you also mentioned last time something about doing some research on some of the aspects of this. Do you want to do that? If we've got time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you can set your, your leaving for whenever you... Yeah, and we actually need, since apparently there is some... Since this realm has a, uh, imposes a limit on our sleep practice... And I certainly could use some improvement in my dreaming before we, you know, hit the the dark satanic mill of the children's battery. Uh, I don't want to rush off to that confrontation. And your your comment that these worms have a reality of their own. When we go to this place where the children are, I think that's where we'll find that the worms are terribly, terribly real. And uh, picture we can use this little time to look into this web of crime that is growing. Yes, I would like to know more about all of this. So I'll I'll put in. I'll give Rolf a call. See if we can arrange some papers for us. Saint Petersburg passage. All of that. Should we go with Russian credentials for all of us? I feel like maybe it would be a little less. Uh, obvious, you know, five German citizens, five people wanted, you know, maybe if we all at least have Russian passports, it'll be a little less. Yeah, I don't speak any Russian though. Maybe not, maybe, maybe not all of us. Uh... Maybe if we have two Russians and I can be an Austrian and... <laughs> what are you talking, Dietrich, you've, you're, you're mute, aren't you? You've been mute all these years that we know, we've known you. <laughs> I don't sign either. I mean, John's got a convenient name for a non-German, but unfortunately, he can't use his name. Uh, I speak a very tiny bit of Russian. I don't think we'll uh, get through. Yet How do you only speak a tiny bit of Russian? Dieter, I think we've been together long enough that you do not have to pretend. <laughs> Let's cut the bullshit, Dieter. Come on. <laughs> Dieter completely stays through the bullshit, and I only speak a tiny bit of Russian. All right, all right. But your Ukrainian is so good, you can often use it. Yes, exactly. Dieter, Dieter, Dieter. Yeah, so I'll be, uh, let's see, I'll be, I'll be an Englishman. It's, uh, oh, very well. let's, let's choose a, a, a perfectly normal English name. John Basil Smith, Rathbone. I hear that's quite... <laughs> I was going to say John Smith. 
<laughs> Hank Jefferson. Oh, you're American then. Hank, what kind of name is Hank? So it's a weird American name. So if your intention then is to go to Leningrad via steamer, um, I don't have Leningrad prepared yet for. That's okay. For we did talk about doing some research. Yeah, well. we have research yeah. too. If the Germanische Gemeinschaft can inherit 38 million Deutschmarks, they have some addresses and that means oh, yeah. they have personnel lists yeah, and that's which stuff I, I'm curious about. That may mean I'm thinking about logistics. It may be difficult. It may be easier to leave the country than it would be to return. Mm-hmm. And if we leave, if this organization is here and it's nearby, we might be leaving too soon. Mm-hmm. Or we may be making things more difficult if we don't address them or see if we can before. Yeah, we leave. or at least we need to know what the relationship they have to the Slavic society and to Chikadiel mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, so let's let's do our research and, and see if there's anything we need to tie up here before we leave. Action. Okay. Yes, Dieter. Uh, yes, no, I was agreeing. Ah. I kind of was going to say something else, but doesn't matter. Doesn't So there've been a number of books written on these uh, neo Nazis uh, that you locate without much difficulty. You, of course, figure they're incomplete as to what's really going on in the background. But um, uh, for the most part, I'll, I'll give you some of this. Uh, Germanische Germanschaft, uh, it's an old organization. It has roots in the German Nazi party during World War II. It was founded as a club for aging Nazi clerks. Uh, it began originally... And it was called uh, the Berlin Historical Society. Cute. Um, it uh, that was dur- during the 1950s. The society's attendance uh, was about a hundred members, uh, and they were engaged in such innocuous activities as meetings, outings, and bridge nights. But in the 1960s, uh, new members started coming in. Younger members interested in the Nazi ideology. Uh, the authorities noted the society's increased politicism, believing their reputation was about to be smeared. The elder members purged the new members, throwing out anyone who could threaten the society's reputation and its connection with the authorities. In response, the renegades, primarily the young ones, uh, the Nazi-sympathizing white men, founded the Germanische Germanschaft uh, in 1971, and um, they've remained rather uh, shady. They organize themselves into cells. Uh, they're in various places around the country. Uh, they don't. They don't even know who is leading each cell. They keep that sort of quiet and so forth. Um, they come across kind of as biker gangs that uh, like to dress in Nazi memorabilia and stuff like that. Um, In 1981, the entire association was threatened with extinction uh, after 20 senior members were imprisoned 
the police launched a successful campaign against the organization's cells. However, the party miraculously survived after uh, important evidence disappeared and the lead detectives in the investigation were transferred. Eventually, the 20 imprisoned leaders were also released. So it's And half of them were probably in the basement last week. Yeah, possibly. We didn't really get a look at the attendees of that little soiree. No, they purposely didn't want you to know. Who they right, were. some came hooded and they're, yeah. I would, it would be great to go through some newspaper archives and match photographs to those evil sons of bitches, but I don't think we saw anything that we could use. Um, is the Gemeinschaft, uh, it, has to, it, has a, it has a central, it has a mailing address, it has a location, it has some legit outcroppings. In, it, in order to inherit money. Is it, I um, guess it's based in Berlin, though. Uh, it does have a uh, public premises in uh, Prenzlauerberg. Uh-huh. Uh, and it does still engage in political activities. Uh, you suspect, however, that there's probably a big criminal element that's there, too. So they're once again trying to present one thing yeah, they're radical right-hand, right, right-wing people. But you know, as long as they don't get caught doing something, then yeah, they might also have people in the police and certainly in politics. To, yeah, they do seem to be getting away with stuff. All right, well, that's the Gemeinschaft. It may be worth a, uh, taking a a peek through a different lens. With the, uh, Ingolf, are you uh, are you up for it? You've been pale and uh, you know you startle easily since the uh, yes. Maybe you so should... much ghostly, Ingolf, and you've gotten you're getting nasty habits, nastier than I, my habits. Well, well, uh, I am I exaggerate, but you know. I, what I would say in golf is that if there's anything you can do to increase your safety, if you have to do that sort of thing, uh, and if you can't, then perhaps you should hold off until you're more yourself. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to um, see you know worms bursting out of you anytime soon. No, if that, if one of those things is there, I might be able to find it. It'll uh, be a start. We have to start somewhere. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, if what they're, if they're if they're hiding an avatar in Prinzlauerberg, you're right that it's probably going to be easier to enter Russia than it is to enter Germany. Also, the the priest suggested that there was some sort of sequence. Didn't they imply that? We have to bring the last one to him. Right. Right. Well, we have to do I'm, them one at a time. They're not in the same place, but the last one he'll need to help us with. Right. What I may have, I may have misspoke. I just, I will clarify. Um, the avatars are not 
Shigideon, actually. So you can destroy the avatars, but it's not going to stop Shigideon. You need to come to him when it's time uh, to actually get rid of Shigideon permanently. Yeah, which brings me back to something I think Persephone said about essentially us being responsible for everything being all right in the fabric of the universe. Things fall apart. Yeah. Uh, does not bode well, honestly. The center cannot hold. Mm-hmm. The whole world is plunged into anarchy of blood. Um... Right. Makes me want to slouch toward Bethlehem. Oh. All right, other research? Um, we, we should. We probably need something. Uh, we should look into this Madonna. Vena, Archangel of Family and Order. Bina. Black Madonna. Was the uh, name he mentioned, yeah. What, what, sorry, what was that? Uh, he mentioned the name Binar as well. B Binar. Maybe I misheard. I think it's something like B I N A H. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to have a look at the devil and all his forms. See if there's uh, anything else we can pick up that might give us a hint about this Chikidiel in this in this plane. Oh. Probably coming through a lot of Dennis Wheatley. <laughs> so. Um... You are free to actually look at those things. Uh, you, you realize it's Kabbalah. Um, it corresponds with the uh, Seraphon, Sarah, it's hard word to say, Sarah, Sephiroth. Yeah. Sephiroth and the Cleef. Yeah. The tree of life, the positive and the negative, the archangels and the death angels. Or demons, devils, whatever you want to call them. Good angels, bad angels. Um, let's see. Probably, Matthew, you could just tell us <laughs> what these things are. You have that knowledge already. As I say, some of the, they don't quite correspond in the, um, right. at least to the truth anyway. But yeah, some of them do, some of them don't. So think of yeah. think of Bina as uh, law and order. I mean, not not so much law and order, but she likes things to be organized. She likes family, uh, the the family unit, uh, wholesomeness, um, things like that. Uh, and Chigediel is, as I say, it, it's suffering children, uh, child abuse. That seems to be his venue. So they so they are diametrically opposed in a sense, the two of them. Actually, I don't think they are, but uh, they're 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 superficially opposed on opposite sides. They do one's have true. literal. Yeah, one's tree of life, one's tree of the other, the inversion. But they're not directly. Opposite one another on the tree of, tree of life. Mm-hmm. 
Um, actually, we're approaching an hour and a half if we want to break there and do our... We didn't get a lot done, but we will. I think we well, ticked off quite a few questions, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not trying to overdo it, so maybe that's good. Yeah. Well, I don't think we'd want to go two hours and then go another half hour. Yeah, that's right. Too much. All right. I should Did we all get our, both of our dramatic hooks in? Let's like see. Figure out what the hell to do. Yeah. Um, I think we know that now. Yeah. Well, I think we can say that. I think the picture mining yours followed the spider web of crime. We learned about the neo-Nazis. Yeah, the neo-Nazis and everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I learned to investigate the priest and the Madonna, which we just did. Yeah, just did. The also research. Mm -hmm. uh, I had... Uh, resolving my previous life. I think you did. I don't, you did that think, in a recap. I kind of did that in a recap. It's super <laughs> yeah. efficient. I didn't knew I didn't I didn't notice that happened. <laughs> that, that's a preemptive <laughs> strike right there. Yeah. Let's see, did we learn anything new about the truth? I yes we did. Yeah, we did. Unless it's all bullshit. <laughs> Well, I mean, it might be bullshit, but we if we all shared the same dream, we learned something, even yeah, if that did. was its right. own illusion. I could What's lead you through one? this a whole campaign, and in the end, you all wake up in rooms with computer things plugged into your heads, and yeah. it's like, yep, yeah, none of it was real. Ta-da! <laughs> Deus Ex Machina. Let's see, did we learn anything new about ourselves? I revealed a fair bit about me anyway. I would say my I'm the opposite. Dietrich did the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And Dietrich never never really learns anything either so far. Except that you've got still sexual feelings for women. <laughs> That's true. Or at least goddesses. Oh, Persephone. Hello. Um, I You don't have the power to shape dreams. That's that's true. That is something new about the self. That's true. Yeah, I didn't know I could do that. I guess I, I guess we did learn something new. Okay. What's the last one? Have we did challenge yourself? Challenge yourself. Yes, you spent uh, weeks challenging yourselves to try to learn how to. Definitely. Change things in your dreams. Wow. That's all three then. Yeah. So we all need new hooks. One from you, Tom, and then. Yep. Complete don't go, your don't go to <laughs> complete training. Hmm? Don't go to Leningrad yet. Complete complete <laughs> your dream training. Got it. <laughs> I just I just wasn't prepared. I mean I've read all of Leningrad, but I don't have it in front of me yet. So Fine. I figured Germanish Germani Germanish. That's what I was asking Pascal last night how to pronounce Germanische Germanschaft. It wouldn't have even in any way. It's because it's not a real organization. 
I think Actually, it is. It is. Actually. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's so weird that they use Germanische instead of Deutsches. That's interesting. I've never heard of the Germanische Gemeinschaft. I'll look them up in real life. Yeah, there's some pretty scary propaganda pictures of the Germanische Gemeinschaft. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, you said like me a lot. It's a good. This this video is not monetized, nor will it ever be. <laughs> it's it's also interesting that that's what they removed. They removed all the Nazi symbols from this book, and right now they should be everywhere. You know, this is all neo-Nazi stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. You look up my character type. I put them back. Because, <laughs> like, marketer's not a type. I had to take a type from the book based on that. See, we need we need new dramatic hooks to give each other. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Diedrich can impress John about more details about this Persephone. I don't, I don't think I need to be encouraged. <laughs> On the contrary, it's like, oh, I don't, you know, John and I have to work together and I know that he's profoundly obsessed. So I, I think I might be more cautious than. Okay, I can take you to a lovely dream realm where it's a lovely Japanese uh, palace where a lot of very nice stuff happens there. <laughs> it's going to all end in an orgy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then the veil will come down and it's all terrible HR Giger shark monsters. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's looking for anything for inspiration for me, there's always little fella here. You know how the how the doll will guide you? Yeah. That's, that's an answer right there. Uh, do we want to stick Ingolf with looking into the association? That's the name I'm not going to try to pronounce. Or are we going to leave that one? Or I'll leave that one alone. The well, uh, remind me what, how Ingol- we can help Ingolf regain some stability. How can because- all of us regain some stability? <laughs> I am pretty Spend- unstable right now. I am spending time with your relations. That's one way of doing it. Or right. your connections. My only relation was my cat. Same. Yeah. And go my mind. wife. We've all lost our relations. I, I have my ex-wife still that I can meet if we go can't, to Russia. I've got my you grow buddy. closer together yourselves? Was at the end of a recession we can adjust the relationship, right? Yes, we can also create one as well. Uh, you, you move them one step uh, up or down depending on how you feel yeah. that they've gone. Peter, I feel like you and I at least have grown a little bit closer, maybe more friendly, less business acquaintancey. Well, and consider too that over the last business. over the last few days, you've been buying food, you've been mm-hmm. eating together, you've been sharing stories, you've been suffering together, <laughs> relying on each other. I kind of feel as though John and Engolf and Dietrich all should move up a stage for the shared bond of the chant and the mark. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I feel patroming you're at least a plus one. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. And we're certainly going to be spending more time together. So it's, it's practical it's as well as reasonable. It's probably not reciprocated by Ingolf, but Dieter is very friendly at wanting to keep Ingolf safe. But I don't think it's reciprocated. 
Yeah, well, you I've, keep I'm... you keep lying to us, Dieter. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> and we that's... know you're lying to us. I know. I cannot tell. Well, it's because he's a master of disguise. He's exactly. got to maintain that visage. Yeah. Every that's time deep. he refers to the Nazi, he calls them Germanische Gemeinschaft. <laughs> like, come on. When I was in the K, when I heard about the KGB. <laughs> Problem is, I can imagine Dieter accidentally speaks in Russian every so often. Yeah, so. especially when you've had a couple of bottles. Exactly. Although you've been deprived of late. I know, and he's sobered up a bit, and he's less of a dick. So maybe, yeah, maybe in a, another next session, John Diedrich and uh, Ingolf can have a little uh, get-together mm-hmm. and be like, we all have this shared experience of being marked by this horrible thing. Some camaraderie. <laughs> Do some. <laughs> All right, dramatic sensibility. I don't think any of us have one yet. No, we do. We have well, we have one for John. Yeah, I think the rest of us need to sort it out. Um, or do you want to get Ingolf to do his uh, wonderful typewriter on that address he's got? Hey, if you're willing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Peer, I should peer into the Nazi headquarters. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Dietrich? I, um, I could we like... all like? Could, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna suggest the hook that Tom already gave us. Is like, what if we work on our dream stuff? No, it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Do you think they should do? I don't know. <laughs> Get really good at throwing playing cards into a hat. <laughs> I want to go to England and that be my like twin a sister. Good dream training, like guide the cards into the hat while dreaming. It's like they're light. You're already. And despite my cute appearance, mind. I feel empty inside. I mean, are we <laughs> assuming we're going to be in Russia next session? Because that could change or give some newer it goals. Sounds like we're dealing with the GG first. Okay. Because once we leave Germany, we're not sure we can get back. It's true. Um, so it's about, I think, I mean, it's not, well, there's not a dramatic hook. I want to. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I want to. I, I, Dietrich would like to figure out how to get around in Russia before he's stuck there, but that's just a thing to do. Well, it's not really dramatic. Perhaps I mean you were involved in all these occult circles in your job, and we've kind of learned that magic is real. We're learning how to defend ourselves in dreams. But maybe there is a mystical side in the waking world to look into. Magical defenses while we're awake. I love it. It's work for work for you, Tom. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's got to be. If if those three Russians had magical mm-hmm. powers, then definitely some of those people at the uh, at their thing probably have them too. 
Mm -hmm. We saw them teaching them in their school. And mm -hmm. uh, just leaves me and Dieter. We gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Uh, Dieter should come clean about his past. <laughs> I, I was going to suggest that for mine. Do I feel, it. Yes. I feel it is about time to maybe reveal my real name. Easy. <laughs> you open your wallet and the KGB membership card just falls out. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, Dieter, you're Russian. That's so shocking. Hey, you don't know my real name, though. That's more. <laughs> His actual name begins with a P, ends with an N, and is only five letters long. Well, at least we'll not have to have the Dietrich Dieter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. Ulterior motive after all. Uh, Petra, is there something, is there a hook for you in using connections to arrange for our escape to the homeland? I think I've already cashed that one in in a preview, like when we, like maybe two sessions ago, I was like getting all of our arrangements together. It feels kind of cheating. Um, so Petra could find a way to reduce her stress. Find a way to gain. Stress. There's also a, a wisdom in laying low for a while until, because right now the authorities are all looking for you. Mm -hmm. If you guys uh, get on a train, you might. It's pretty risky. Yeah, and by the way, the Germanische Gemeinschaft is based on in Prinzlauberg. That's part of Berlin. That's where yeah. we're most notorious. I actually, I actually did have an address. I just didn't find it until you guys were talking. So I that is thought, where my master I'll of disguise will come in handy. Oh my god! I do have more than a few contacts with coyotes, so you can maybe help us out there. Those, those ones no. from Mexico crossing the no. border. No, <laughs> where did you find that again? <laughs> no, so, yeah, Pet Petronas. Oh, no. Petronas back. Cheap cassettes and uh, rip bootleg VHS. I know coyotes. So whatever but the you are not German word with Persephone. is. Hmm? But you did not know Persephone. I did not know Persephone. Um, Hermannische Germeinschaft has its headquarters on uh, Lichner, Lichner Strasse in East Berlin. That's far too close to Lichter. L-I-E? -L -E. Yeah. Uh, no, it's um, L-Y-C-H-E-N-E-R. Oh, that's very weird. That's not a real place. I don't believe that could Lichen, be replaced. Lichtenstrasse. The the Y becomes a U umlaut. But I let me see if that could possibly be a real thing. Yeah, that's a that's an in joke. It's for the, in -joke for the cult people, there's there is no such place as Lichterstrasse. There's no such word as it's a, it's a strange construction, but it's funny because it is basically they're on Lichter Street, and it's also them perhaps saying 
we're not giving you the address of the actual Gemeinschaft because we have edited this and taken the right symbols out. So, uh, is that all? No, we still need a Petra. dramatic hook for. I don't. I, for yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, you should come clean about your real identity. It turns out you're a Swiss maiden, milk maiden. <laughs> I mean, Petra Ziegler is not my real name either, but I don't necessarily know that it's very interesting to the plot itself. And we know that you know how what kind of business you're in. That's not really dramatic. It's actually pretty helpful. <laughs> Look, when you move people for a living, it's not so hard to move yourself. That's right. You've all really got. You still got dark secrets. Yes, we do. Yeah. But they're my dark secrets, and I'm not telling you. <laughs> uh, Petra, you were, um, you have been, you, you don't have any romantic uh, entanglements or anything like that to not anymore resolve no. <laughs> right no that was resolved before the game <laughs> I bet was that... it was it resolved in a nice way or was it resolved no in... this is, I <laughs> have a, a lot of blood a reason <laughs> <laughs> there are little blood or gallons of blood yeah um it was professor Bowen <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Um, Petra should take Dieter's gun away from him. <laughs> no, because my guns have my guns have saved your <laughs> Just keep waving that around. <laughs> Buy guns. It's just the Kill. fake one. Kill two birds with one stone, she could try to find out who Dieter really is. Although yeah. they've been bonding, I guess. Maybe that's yeah. why she does it. Gotta make sure she bonds with somebody who's not in the. Or I can't say it. <laughs> Petra should embrace her love of crossword puzzles. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll think about it. Uh, we have a week. I'll think about it. I'm gonna all, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't want to drag it out just for this. So. All right. So we'll call it there. Yeah. Our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto, Morgan O'Wellen, and Josh Harwood with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult, Divinity Lost. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.